welcome to St James Bible Bites. This podcast was recorded at our online reflective prayer, which takes place each Monday and Wednesday at 9.15. The full recording can be found on our Facebook page. Today, our reflection is from the Reverend Fabian Burtz, entitled, Proclaim the Message. Amen. Our first reading is taken from the book of Genesis. Uh, we continue with the story um, that started with Abraham and then Jacob and now the sons of um, Jacob, um, 12 sons in total. Um, but we'll see, we need to keep in mind that um, it's quite a different culture. And in those days, um, you could marry more than uh, one woman, so you could have more than one wife. Uh, but also, um, if your own wife couldn't um, bear children, uh, there was a tradition to even um, give a servant uh, as a wife to, through the servant, uh, bear children. So we have something of that story in the birth of Israel, the 12 children. It's a long reading, so we'll have the three first paragraphs and then the last one, but it gives you a little bit of a flavour of the messiness and the conflicts that goes into that family, yet the family that God used to bless the whole world. When the Lord saw that Leah was unloved, he opened her womb, but Rachel was barren. Leah conceived and bore a son, and she named him Reuben. For she said, because the Lord has looked on my affliction, surely now my husband will love me. She conceived again and bore a son and said, because the Lord has heard that I am hated, he has given me this son also. And she named him Simeon. Again, she conceived and bore a son and said, now this time my husband will be joined to me because I have borne him three sons. Therefore, he was named Levi. She conceived again and bore a son and said, this time I will praise the Lord. Therefore, she gave him, she named him Judah. Then she ceased bearing. When Rachel saw that she bore Jacob no children, she envied her sister. And she said to Jacob, give me children or I shall die. Jacob became very angry with Rachel and said, am I in the place of God who has withheld you from the fruit of the womb? Then she said, here is my maid, Bilhah. Go into her, and she may bear upon my knees, and that I too may have children through her. So she gave him her maid Bilhah as a wife, and Jacob went into her, and Bilhah conceived and bore Jacob a son. Then Rachel said, God has judged me, and has also heard my voice and given me a son. Therefore she named him Dan. Rachel's maid Bilhah conceived again and bore Jacob a second son. Then Rachel said, with mighty wrestlings, I have wrestled with my sister and have prevailed. So she named him Naphtali. When Leah saw that she had ceased bearing children, she took her maid Zilpah and gave her to Jacob as a wife. Then Leah's maid Zilpah bore Jacob a son. And Leah said, good fortune. So she named him Gad. Leah's maid, Silpah, bore Jacob a second son, and Leah was happy. Happy am I, for the women will call me happy. So she she named him Asher. Then God remembered Rachel. 
And God heeded her and opened her womb, and she conceived and bore a son, and said, God has taken away my reproach. And she named him Joseph, saying, May the Lord add to me another son. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The New Testament reading is taken from uh, Timothy, an epistle, Timothy being one of uh, Paul's um, disciples in a sense of follower learning and being with him and doing ministry. And Paul is writing to him to um, help him in his new ministry, encourage him and give him some directions. In the presence of God and of Christ Jesus, who is to judge the living and the dead, and in view of his appearing and his kingdom, I solemnly urge you, proclaim the message, be persistent, whether the time is favourable or unfavourable. Convince, rebuke and encourage with the utmost patience in teaching. For the time is coming when people will not put up with sound doctrine, but have itching ears. They will accumulate, sorry, accumulate for themselves teachers to suit their own desires and will turn away from listening to the truth and wander away to myths. As for you, always be sober, enduring suffering, do the work of an evangelist, carry out your ministry fully. As for me, I'm already being poured out as a libation and the time of my departure has come. I have fought the good fight, I've finished the race, I've kept the faith. From now on, there is reserved for me the crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge, will give me on that day, and not only to me, but also to all who have longed for his appearing. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks, Peter. But thank you very much, um, Lynn and Marilyn, for those two reading. Um, I'm not going to say too much of our, our first reading. Um, I think... What it is, it's, it shows that God works through the reality of our human condition and uh, the re reality of culture um, and what people, in a sense, are used to do. And in those days, as we read, uh, polygamy was a reality, um, but also into the reality of the messiness of the world, uh, where there is within a family jealousy and hurt and complaints and hopes and faith and um so I'm glad that in scripture, in the Christian scripture, we have all that reality and see still that through that God is faithful and he brings about his promises and he moves on with his plan. And we are coming here with the final plan that launched um, what we know about now, uh, the church, the plan through Jesus Christ. And um, we have Paul who writes a letter to his protege, um, Timothy, a younger man who's been uh, walking and planting new churches. And uh, Paul has asked him to go back to one of those churches and to be a minister there, to be, we could say, a pastor or a vicar. And, um, and he then gives him some uh, instructions and advice as a, as a good mentor. And um, made me think about um, our own curate 
Um, if you've not been around and if you're just watching this live in the life of our church, St. James, um, we had a curate. A uh, curate is a person who's learning from uh, a vicar for a time of about four years before um, being released and go and find themselves a place where they will then lead a church. And so last Sunday was, uh, yesterday was very emotional for all of us as we said uh, goodbye to our curate, um, Dave, who will now be uh, moving on to a new parish, um, overseeing actually three or four churches uh, in uh, Tinmouth, um, just south of Devon. And I wonder if I was in the place of uh, Paul, uh, I'm not, uh, but certainly uh, our message to him and my message to him is continue to proclaim the gospel, the message. That is what we're all about. That is what we need to proclaim in all its glory, uh, but in also all its implications. Um, yes, we are saved by grace through faith. But that grace also gives us the responsibility now to be witnesses and to live a certain way of life. And so Paul here says, proclaim that message of grace to all and teach, convince, rebuke and encourage. Be patient in that teaching. Now, the challenges that um, Timothy had are quite different than the challenges maybe we face today. One of the challenges for them was the danger of uh, many of the Jews to return into some kind of Judaism or to mix their newly faith in Jesus Christ with uh, ancient laws like sacrifices or festivals or thinking that they had to add something to the grace of God. Maybe this is quite foreign for us today. Maybe the reverse today is we might think that, oh, but if it's by grace and through faith, I can continue my life as I wish. And that's fine. God will forgive me. Maybe today our challenge is there's no You've been set aside for a purpose. You've been given a new identity and you've been given all the strength and, and all the ability uh, necessary to live that new life. That's now your witness. And in a sense, we will be accountable for how we have lived that life. Not to live in a guilty way or in fear of being rebuked, but in the assurance that as we walk in God's will, he will enable us. And I think maybe the other challenge is that in a country and in a culture, Western culture, which is very individualism, we think that um, we, we, we can sometimes feel the weight of the Christian life as, as an individual and person. But we need to live that within a community. But we need the encouragement we need um, to be able to share our burdens. We need to pray for one another. And um, on, Sunday, on Sunday evening, we had a time of worship and we felt God's presence. And someone was able to share a burden, something that, that happened uh, with her own husband and the worries and the fear. And we were able to then to bring that into prayer and to carry each other. We also need to keep in mind the end. We are all, um, in a sense, we all have a purpose. We all have a task to do, a way of life to live, uh, a race to finish. And Paul ensured that we don't need to be like Paul. Paul had his own race and he, was, he, gave, he received from the Lord um, the strength that he needed. 
we have our own race. And as we seek to be faithful to that call, God promise that one day we will be crowned, crowned of righteousness, a crown that we have trusted God, we have trusted his grace, and we have trusted his way of life. And this is what we long. We long for him to appear when we will see him face to face, not in fear, uh, not in guilt, and not in shame, but in expectations of what is to come. So as we pray for the world, and as we pray for our church and the church in general and ourselves, let us continue to pray that we will be those who are faithful to our calling, who shows and witness the goodness of God through the grace of Jesus, and who shows in our lives the kind of transformation that can take place when God lives in and through us. So let's pray. Heavenly Father, first we pray with gratitude that we are here by grace. Through what Jesus has done on the cross, sin and death has been defeated. You promised forgiveness, the cleansing, the taking away of all our wrongdoings. You said that you then adopt us into your family. And like a big stamp on an envelope, you sealed us with your very presence, the Holy Spirit. We thank you for Dave. We thank you for the last three and a half years he's been with us. And Lord, we pray that he will be faithful in proclaiming the message. That you will fill him with your presence, with your Holy Spirit. That you will strengthen him in his ability to teach and to guide. To strengthen and at times when necessary to correct and rebuke that your people may be known as people of holiness set aside. We pray that you will form good relationship between him and his other, uh, other vicar, that they will work as a close team with all those you've put and called into leadership there. And we continue to pray for the whole family, for the school, for Donna, for her life, that she will know what you have in store for her, and church, she will flourish there. All this we ask in Jesus' name. For more Bible Bite podcasts, simply visit our website, www.stjamestaunton.co.uk, and click on resources. Thank you for listening. And may God be with you today.